What's up, geeks? Welcome back to another episode of the Top Tech Week podcast. This is episode two, and in today's episode, we'll be talking about the S21 Ultra. I just recently got it after three days of use. The OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro were just released. We'll be talking about that. WWDC 2021 is happening on June 7th. We'll be talking about that. Twitter spaces and Discord stages. And then we'll be talking about, to, to close off, is the, the new Google Nest Hub Gen 2. So, thank you for joining me on this second episode of the Top Tech Week podcast. And without further ado, let's just go right into this episode, shall we? So the S21 Ultra, my thoughts after three days of use. To start, it is a very well-made device. The body build is really good. It feels like a premium phone because you're paying premium price, which is really cool. Um, the screen size, perfect for my hands. Phantom Black is genuinely the best color on a phone right now, right next to the um, uh, Sage, which is on the Pixel 5. And then cameras, which are the main part of every phone, are really good on the, the S21 Ultra. It's not crazy, but it's a huge step forward from the Note 20 Ultra, and it's like right up there with the Pixel 5. I don't want to say too much, but in terms of specs and stuff like that, it's a beast in all of that. But I can't say too much since you, of course, have to subscribe to the Top Tech Geek, Top Tech Geek YouTube channel, which is youtube.com backslash Geek. And there you will subscribe, turn on notifications, so when my full review of this phone comes out, you'll be notified when that goes live. Anyways, that is my little quick thoughts. It's not a huge, because I don't want to give too much away, and I want to make sure I save most of it for my review. Those are my quick little thoughts of the S21 Ultra. Phantom Black is really nice. I love the matte finish. And then the screen is just... Really good, you know, all I can say right now, but, yeah. Um, but let's talk about something that I'm not waiting to talk about, which is the OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro. So, as we may know, OnePlus has a partnership with Hasselblad now, which will be helping manufacture their camera systems. And this is really good this is a step forward for oneplus since their cameras were okay they weren't crazy good you know pixel 5 still crushes it in terms of cameras right now with the s21 ultra coming behind it but in terms of cameras on the oneplus 8t which is the phone i currently have from oneplus they were decent they weren't horrible not by and not by any means but they weren't crazy good like the s21 ultra or the oneplus 8t or even the note 20 ultra so, those are my little, like, it's like, I'm glad OnePlus is partnering with somebody that's well-known in the camera business to make a really good camera module or camera system on their new phones. So, the OnePlus 9 and the OnePlus 9 Pro have both Hasselblad um, camera systems. And then there's new colors. The regular 9 comes with Winter Mist, Arctic Sky, or Astro Black. And then the 9 Pro, you'll get Morning Mist, Forest Green, and Stellar Black. Um, from a few reviews, it seems like it's a pretty good phone. And from what I've heard, OnePlus did much, much better with the cameras this time around. 
I hope to get my hands on this phone very soon. You know, I've already had a little contact and I'm hopefully getting this phone soon. But from what I've seen in the public so far, it seems like OnePlus is really step taking a step forward with their phone cameras and things like that. Um, so I'm excited to see what the future of OnePlus holds. I really like their OnePlus 8T, which is super, it's a super dope phone all around, except for, you know, a few things here and there. But which phone is perfect, huh? So that's the OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro. But let's talk about WWDC, which is happening on June 7th. On March 30th, Apple announced that WWDC will be happening on June 7th, and as expected, it will be an all-virtual event since the COVID-19 virus is still very much present. Um, and I expected them to make it an all-virtual event, like usual. They did it last year with WWDC 20, and this year, no different. But I'm hoping to see what they'll announce Um like usual, they'll probably just announce a ton of software changes like iOS 15 and then a new macOS 12, which I'm excited for. Uh, Big Sur, macOS Big Sur, I love it. I'm using the update daily, and it is possibly the best MacBook up update yet for me personally because it's just so much more sleek, so much more usable, and it just everything just seems practical in my opinion it seems more minimal i'm a minimal type of guy so everything just seems right with it from my in my opinion um but i was 15 i don't have a uh iphone so i can't really give my thoughts on ios 15 i do have a iphone in the house but i don't have my own personal iphone so i can't give my thoughts on that part but i can hope to see um more interface changes, and have another big change like we do with iOS 14 with the widgets and things like that. WWDC 2021 is happening on June 7th, and I cannot wait. Uh, Twitter Spaces and Discord Stages. That rhymes. <laughs> so, ever since Clubhouse took the social media world by storm, tons of other companies are trying to get a bite of that pie. The most popular competitor right now is Twitter Spaces. Recently, Twitter Spaces has been a pretty good Clubhouse alternative, especially for Android users, since they have started rolling out the ability to listen and create your own spaces on Android and iOS, while Clubhouse is still working on their Android app. Which means Twitter Spaces is ahead of the game in terms of audio-only platforms, because Twitter is already a huge platform, and then they already have... All of these users, and they can just bring them, suck them over to Twitter Spaces, and boom, you already have a full-fledged um, audio platform because of their huge um, influence already. So Clubhouse has to kind of fight a little harder to get above that because of, you know, because of, one, they're only on iOS right now, which is a bummer. Two, Twitter Spaces is just easier to use in my opinion it's just more it's more versatile because i'm on twitter all the time and if i want to go into spaces boom i can go on twitter and i'm in a twitter space but clubhouse you know i'm on twitter i'm like oh they're doing a space i have to leave twitter go to clubhouse you know it sounds kind of like eh, but 
it's just practical to use Twitter spaces more than it is Clubhouse. Now, I'm not saying Clubhouse is a black, bad platform because I love Clubhouse. Um, I don't use it as much as, as I like to because it's only on iOS. But I do really like the platform. It was a huge idea, and it kind of changed the social media game since pretty much everybody is trying to make their own Clubhouse now. Discord is, which we'll talk about a bit. And then Facebook, rumors where Facebook is trying to make one. Instagram, I don't think Instagram, but Facebook, um, and then Twitter, you know, is having one now. So, it does seem pretty practical, and doesn't seem Twitter Spaces is the best competitor right now to to Clubhouse, because of just their, they already have so much influence with Twitter having millions of users daily, and so, it just makes sense. Um, but, Enough talking about Twitter spaces, let's talk about Discord stages. In relation to that, Discord, yep, Discord, I know, right? Has just released their own Clubhouse competitor called Discord Stages. There isn't a ton that makes this, quote-unquote, the best Clubhouse alternative, but it is something Discord is trying out. Um, so, pretty much, Discord Stages is just something where, it's like Clubhouse, you create a room in your server or something, and you can hop on there, talk wherever. Um, and it's like a really cool concept, I get it, because like this, like Twitter, Discord already has a pretty big platform, but I don't see it being crazy cool that everybody just moves over from Twitter Spaces or, um, what's it called, Twitter Spaces or Clubhouse. Like, most of the people I know all over Twitter and my social feed, most of them I'm pretty sure don't have Discord, so... It doesn't change anything. I'm not going to be like, oh, they're on a Discord stage. Just let me hop on that. So it really just depends on who Discord is trying to trying to target. Are they trying to target a new audience? Or are they trying to target just Discord users already? Which, you know, I know they're possibly trying to target both. But which one are you trying to target the most, at least? Um, so it is a good competitor, but it's nothing I would use super frequently. It's something I would use whenever I'm just, you know, like, yo, let's hop on a Discord stages, let's just talk about whatever. But most of the time, I'll probably just use Twitter Spaces or Clubhouse whenever I get the, that time to go on iOS and use um, Clubhouse. But that's enough about audio-only platforms. It's kind of like a, you know, something that's still in its early stages, but... I'm excited to see what the future for that holds because it has been kind of cool so far. Um, Google's new Nest Hub. So, this is the last story of the day. The original Nest Hub was released in October of 2018 and was priced at $149. But on March, March 16th, Google announced the Nest Hub Gen 2, which provides a new sleep tracking feature. Um, everything else with this smart display is pretty much the same with, with some upgrades here and there. But overall, it's the same device as before. I'm excited to hopefully get my hands on this device soon to do a review on it for the TopTechGeek.com blog and the YouTube channel. But pretty much sleep tracking, it will help you get better sleep. It'll, Google will know know when you should sleep or when you should do certain things for your sleep and how, how you sleep and things like that. So some people think it's a, some people think it might be a big privacy concern as well, which is, you know, weighs in with all of that type of stuff. So We'll see how Google, we'll see how that feature 
um, it's being put to use if people really want that feature, want to buy a new Nest Hub just for that feature, or if it's just something that Google added to make it, make it a new device. Because pretty much, from what I've heard, it's pretty much the same as the original Nest Hub with a few changes with a better speakers or so, maybe a little bit of better screen and things like that. But overall, it's still a Nest Hub, so it's still going to be the same as usual a good photo um a photo album or whatever for for that type of use and so with the final story of the day i want to close off these past few weeks and it's in tech have been pretty dope with me testing out the s21 ultra to the oneplus 9 series being officially released wwdc 2021 coming in the next few months twitter spaces and discord stages competing with clubhouse and finally the nest hub gen 2 that said, thank you so much for joining me on my second episode of Top Tech Week. Make sure to follow me on all of my social medias and subscribe to the Top Tech Geek YouTube channel, which are all linked in the show notes for this episode. I'm trying to hit 5,000 subscribers by May 2nd, which is my birthday, or by May 26th, which is the anniversary of the YouTube channel. Anyways, like usual, I will catch you guys in the next one. Once again, thank you for hopping on with me, and deuces.